Judy, how you doing? Hello, ha. Hey, is it? Hey, it's it's broken on on the on the story. Is it just me or? Um, is it broken? It's there's like um like a grid and I can't see everything. Is it just me? No, it's not just you. This is what <laughs> this is what Instagram wants to give us. Oh wow! I haven't been Okay, hello. <laughs> this is so strange. Trust me, I'm just getting used to it. I'm just oh getting used gosh, to it. Let me adjust it. Let me adjust as well. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this? I've, I low-key don't use Instagram as much. I don't really like it anymore. But oh, you don't like it? Okay. Not as much. Um, yeah. It doesn't really serve me as much as with what I'm doing. So I don't yeah. spend much time here. But we are here, so I'm excited. I'm happy Happy. I spoke to my brother. I didn't know you and um, and uh, Fallout were brother and sister. Yes, we are. <laughs> Did I you know, watch? I know you. I know you're um, obviously Chidoji Gabriel's brother. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the building, so big up, bless. Um, we got Gabriel. Did you watch your brother's one then? That we did? No, forgive me. <laughs> as I said, I don't, as I said, I'm barely on Instagram, so that's straight. my my reasoning. But no. well, you can check it out on YouTube. We got I it on YouTube do. as well. Okay, uh, but, we'll do, we'll do. Let me get this straight. Okay, that's better. All right, well, thank you for joining us, Dillian, man. No worries. You, um, like, I, like I, it's what actually funny. This is so strange, but yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, no, no, I remember I was asking my brother, um, I think I remember, maybe a couple of years ago, I was asking him, oh, I want to go somewhere on holiday. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where to go. Well, I don't know where to find the cheap places. Who should I go to? And he sent me to your, your Twitter. And I remember looking at it and thinking, wow, these are some, <laughs> deal these are some deals. And I remember just following yeah. you from there. And then, you know, we're going to go into a lot of the stuff that you're doing now. But I just thought, when I, again, when I saw the, the milk company that you're setting up and everything, I was like, you know what, I want to find out about all of this. Oh. You know, I want to find out about doing and just um, amplify what you're doing your voice out there. So thank you for joining us today. For everyone that has joined us so far, or you're just tuning in, welcome to 21 Questions. And this is put on by the platform called The Sit Down UK. I'm the host, I'm the founder. And uh, before anti-corona came, <laughs> we were doing live events, intimate live events with a host of um, guests. We had um, Grace Ladoja, um, Skeptics Manager, um, Jay and me, uh, Jake Isaac, uh, Mo Gilligan was our last one. So we were doing that and then anti-corona oh, hit. <laughs> so we had to um, adapt and move online. Yes. And since uh, I would say March, March 2020, uh, we've, had, we've had a guest every single Thursday um, for out the whole year. Okay. And um, oh we want God. you to check out those conversations. Had amazing conversations. Oh man, some amazing conversations. And we're gonna have that again today. Um, so yeah, click on our IGTV or click on our YouTube to watch those back. But without further ado, uh, we have the woman of the moment. And I want you to, I was that guest to do this, introduce who you would say you are. Not what people Ele know you as. Elevated pitch. Yes. What, who, who I am. Yeah. I'm look My mom's child, no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, honestly, I feel like I've been doing this so much at work, but obviously more in a corporate setting, mm. um, the elevator pitch. But I'm Doyen. Hey, guys. AK Mivu Doyen. Um, I grew up in Peckham, one of five, the youngest. Um, born and raised, as I said, in Peckham. Always lived in South London. Whoa, whoa. Right. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I've always, I guess, had a knack for, like, just having fun and creating. That's kind of 
Um, and that goes from when I was young, um, to like cycling around in the summer and just doing silly creative things to now, um, where as, as um, Toppe mentioned, do you go by Toppe, right? Just to, yeah. 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 Do you know what? I think on here, I, everyone knows me as Icy. Okay, Icy, awesome. Um, so yeah, um, <laughs> Icy alluded to, um, I recently started out a, a plant-based milk co, which is called Goodness mm. Milk. Um, and that is literally a, a plant-based milk company serving oat almond coconut organic milk um, in a closed loop recyclable model so we use glass bottles super um, like beautiful looking check out the page and um currently based in london um but prior to that i actually as um i see mentioned i sort of started my like content or creation um in travel so it started out when i did my year abroad about five six years ago in vancouver canada um and i just had a knack for traveling and people were like you should have a blog like legit oh, oh wait 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 you 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 you're telling the whole story now <laughs> yeah yeah i'm trying to tell you a little story okay. um, I, I won't i won't go too long because i know you'll you'll ask me some questions so yeah started a blog and then the blog led to where i was like traveling doing um, brand deals and stuff like as a solo traveler and then i moved into creating my own travel agency the wind collective um which now we've grown with the team um so i have less i guess saying what goes down which is awesome which is why sort of i have um the, the plant-based milk called goodness milk um running now um so that's kind of a bit about me work background nine to five dry corporate life was doing that for five years and i'm just <laughs> currently making the transition into into more of the tech role where i kind of feel like i'll have uh, more of a career and i'll be able to sort of make change and stuff and mm -hmm. and build that generational wealth baby <laughs> so yeah get that money. thank you that was an elevator and a half that's like being in the shard elevator <laughs> going to the what top the <laughs> love it thank you so much man um we're gonna start off light work we're going to give you some light work so quick fire questions don't need to think about them too much just off the top of your brain as they yeah. come um i will remind you as we go through the questions um the main part you have one pass card so if you don't want to card. one okay. pass card so if you don't want to answer a question you can use your That's pass funny. card i like that <laughs> all right so first no quick fire. <laughs> i plead the fifth um What's the most spontaneous trip you've ever taken? Okay, Brazil. I actually surprised my 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 friend, the, our co-founder Clay, um, checking out live. Like they were an amazing content creator, like one of the biggest sort of guys in the travel content space right now. Um, so like my one of my best friends. I literally just surprised him. It was hilarious. And then they they he didn't know they were actually on a trip uh, with a bunch of our friends and yeah. also and customers as well um so it was like a perfect perfect time they had no idea i helped them like on the project management side of the trip which is what i do and then boom literally i just booked the flight uh, probably a couple of days before to be honest to brazil um, and then literally just messaged one of the girls who i knew and said hey i'm here they were like what i was like okay i'm coming to the house let me in and they, i was like where's everyone else and they were like they were all at the club literally went home had like the quickest shower i didn't even like dress up properly brazil was super casual put on some summer gear went to the club and like they were like broken out in this hip-hop club they just see my face like, what? what? It, was, like, it was actually on my Instagram, or probably my stories, and that was like, the, I think it was just one of the funniest moments um, I love that. ever. And I've obviously also booked flights like an hour before, but I wow. think that was the furthest ever, like to Brazil, um, no one knowing, and yeah, that was a good, a good I time. love it, you've got to do it, do it while you can. Um, do you prefer trips with friends or alone? Um, oh, this is five So more, I prefer trips with friends now, but I used to prefer it alone when I was doing like solo traveling stuff. Last series that you binged on? 
it's actually ironic sorry i know this is fire but prison break i've actually i need help i've actually watched it already but i'm watching it again and i've been sleeping at 4 a.m for like the past four days now so i need to stop and i'm, but, I'm about to binge when we end this and continue. but you said you've seen it you've seen it already so how are you binging but it's been a while ago like so I've, i'm literally just binging on it because i don't remember anything that's happened and i love it i only watched the first two seasons last time as well so. i love it love it what's your favorite food Favorite food? Mm-hmm. Coconut rice, I'll just say. Oh, okay. Thai mm-hmm. coconut rice. Come on. Just to be exclusive. With what? Um, I don't eat meat, so anything seafood. I'm obsessed with prawns. Um, okay. So any, a prawn, a nice sweet sweet chili prawn, um, veggie sauce, and some coconut rice. That will hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> uh, best piece of advice, best piece of advice you've ever received? Um, just have fun. Have fun with it. Yeah, just have yeah. fun with it. Uh, a piece of tech you wish you invented? Tech? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the iPhone? Because <laughs> that'll be a baller. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't have like this. Yeah, I'm no, quite content with the tech okay. that I use right now. And I, yeah, yeah so we'll see. <laughs> okay. Uh, who for you? Who's your uh, biggest inspiration? My mum. Okay, why? And Serena Williams. Uh, my mom, because she's just dope and she's like funny, hard worker, but also like she, her motto is actually like, forget Drake, she's the real YOLO. Like you work hard and then you just enjoy like the fruits of your labor, nice. like not later, like constantly, which is what I love. And just, I think I've adapted that a lot. No, don't wait till, you know, you're 60 or you're 50 or payday or whatever, just like have fun. Yeah. yeah but work hard as well. <laughs> Fonda said that we're matching. I know, I knew someone was going to say that, you know. I was actually gonna wear like just have my hair, but my sister said you look cool like with a hat. So. Yeah, no, it's the memo. Isn't it? I sent you the memo. Exactly, that's it. The black turtleneck as well. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite goodness milk flavor? Almond milk, like it's dope. Like it's just, I don't even drink milk, like, but almond milk, I, I can drink it. It hits. Yeah. Sweetened as well. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? The sweetened one. The sweetened one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, what would you call your home? If you, when you create your home touring channel, what would you call it? That's mad. Wait, it's like you've been in conversations with me and my brother. Like, what the, we talk about, like, we literally just spoke about this last week. Let's create a YouTube channel going to, going into, like, yeah. the classes of our friends. I'll call it um, Move With Doing. I'll keep it. I'll keep it on brand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to, I actually want to do it just for fun. So Please anyone, make it happen. If anyone here has a really good house, like, I binge on, like, architect design and um, tile, or was it tile I know and stuff on YouTube. So, yeah. Um, move with Zoe, I'll call it. I mean, here's a tip: go to go through the estate agents and just take your camera. What do you mean? Estate, go through. What do you mean? Just say I want to view a house. I want to view a house. Uh... I, I want it to be a bit more personable. So, oh, okay. um, like, yeah. So I've seen I've seen some stuff on TikTok, but no, I've got a few friends. I have some nice pads. Oh, okay. Wait till after lockdown. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, okay, then what is what is the dopest home that you've ever seen? Okay, I don't know if anyone's watched Extraordinary Homes on Netflix. That's another mate. There's a Brazilian home there. Like Brazilian architect is mad. Like just I like kind of symmetry, um, like sort of cement that kind of vibe. And just there's one house. I it's literally if you watch it, there's like different series with different um in different countries. Just watch the Brazil one. Like it's mad. And there's also one house that was in I think in Israel. Um, it's just wow. it's crazy. Extraordinary Homes on Netflix. Check it out. Do you watch um what's that program on Netflix? The Net the Sunset one. Of course, Selling Sunset. Selling Sunset, yeah. <laughs> I finished that bad boy. <laughs> people, people are doing such a hard work here. Like, I half of my time, I'm running on Netflix. Love it. <laughs> like, literally. Or um, working, obviously, but yeah. 
What's, your, what's the craziest response you've ever received when you say you're from Peckham? Just sneaky stuff. Like, we don't, honestly, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, like, I, I don't even, you know. <laughs> you're tired of it now. Have you killed someone? Have you, you sell drugs? Like, <laughs> but now it's funny because it's like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. But I'm like, no, I grew up there in the 90s and the noughties, not like now. Yeah. Um, but it's just silly stuff, you know. Um, yeah. Big up, bless, bless. This is why we grow. I can't even see the the chats. Like... Oh, so I think if you push yourself up, give that one. Oh my gosh, I'm so fresh. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh my gosh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where's your favorite place to run? Oh, my favorite place. Mm. Copacabana Beach was fun, man. Like in Brazil, that was so. Lovely. To run. Yeah, yeah. To to run, like because there's like a a path. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I love I think, so you literally. You, you fly to Brazil to go and run. Oh, do you mean, do you mean in London? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, my favourite place. London's a bit dry, so I just keep it as like, for running, it's not the best. Along the river, like the Thames okay. is cool. On a, on a sunny day, I used to do that at lunch times. But... Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, wow, this is a different lifestyle, boy. <laughs> what's, what's your favourite song at the moment? My favorite song, um, Cash App is is a good song. What? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> it's Afro. <laughs> oh, I was like, what? Okay. Cash App by um, there's a few people, but the um, what's his name? Latans on it. Like, okay, um, okay. He's like, what? <laughs> I know. I only know Cash App for for one money. I thought I thought you thought I said, what's your favorite app? <laughs> Something. No, it's good cash up. Check it out. It's a good like hype song. <laughs> okay, I check it out. Uh, lastly, what is your favorite? Um, what do I write here? What's your no? What's your craziest travel story? <laughs> I don't really have one. Like my mom's hair, so I don't even want to say the one. Say again. My mom's hair, so I don't even want to say the one. She won't let me travel. <laughs> is she on the live? <laughs> I think we saw someone get shot in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> and you're laughing but yeah honestly I, my friend saw it and like he was like holding it um in rio de janeiro so we went partying i think it was like 7 a.m um yeah i think that i think that was it but we were just like we were just so hyped like we were just in in the now and it looked like it was a normal occurrence um so, so you lot saw someone got shot we didn't and, see it, and my it, friend literally and just went back to dancing she said no we went home she saw the aftermath of him like just like sort of shouting but he looked like a bit of a druggie so oh, okay. um that's why it wasn't just like okay we gotta run we just kind of just started strolling and people just was going by their business <laughs> you live in event for life i love it all right cool that was your quick fire round round of applause please thank you me thank well, you. that was like that was light work um okay let me i you know i've got a daughter i've got a one year one and a half year old daughter and i always say that when i look at her i imagine her like 10 years from now yeah and i wonder that's so dope well no, not 10 years even more like my chat isn't refreshing that's so boring but it's, it's like, not refreshing I'll no i'll concentrate anyway so, um <laughs> sounds like you were from peckham that's why i didn't run um <laughs> see i wouldn't laugh at why can't i see these comments i'm just gonna put testing and see sorry keep going that's good cool. and um, yes i always imagine her like 20 years from now and thinking how is now building who she is in terms of um my mm, wife so me 
the music around her or what we eat. And I want to kind of ask you <laughs> if I can find you. So I, I want to ask you, how has your childhood kind of fed into who you are today as a person? Um, that's a good question. Um, I guess being born and raised um, in Peckham, like we're around people who just do, like they just live. Like we're kind of, we were in our bu bubble. I remember going to West End like on the weekend, that was like a trip. So, so lame. It was like, oh my gosh. But we were just in our bubble, just living. And I think mm -hmm. we've, like you see a lot of people from Peckham, they're just so like carefree um, about what other people think. And they just do, they do them. Like you see people who, you know, people, stars that have come from Peckham. Look at John Boyega, like he's like yeah. so true to himself and he knows himself. And I feel like that's a lot of us. We just like the people around us just knew they were some of them were drug drug dealers but they knew themselves like they were good at their craft or they were you know their nurse their parents were nurses working long hours but they just knew who they were and what they were mm. doing it for i think that's kind of what i've taken and like just having fun with it like we've just always had fun when we were young even without like having like lots like monetary wise but my mom just made like she just made things um function for us to have fun and have a childhood um, and then the people around you, like everyone just doing their thing. I, yeah, it, that's literally it, I think. Just having people around you who are doing um, doing good things and are good people wholeheartedly is such a, like, a good influence, I think. Um, and I've always just been like, you know, when, it's actually crazy how kids talk about, we talk about influence, but it's so important, especially unconscious influence, like you see on TV and stuff. Like I remember we didn't really watch rubbish in our house. Um, not because my mum was like, like super strict, but we just, there wasn't an interest because it wasn't actually initially ingrained in us like we used to um of course go to church and stuff but it was more of what was fed in, into us in the house which is just good stuff goodness like <laughs> literally you see people who know my family like it's just good vibes we're not looking at left right and center my mom she says i like, just do you um and pray and um you kind of see the fruits of that yeah. And, you know, I try, don't feed into to any bad stuff, honestly. Like, you just, I don't have time. Like, you see online or a friend will put, message me, have you seen this on Clubhouse or Cash App or whatever? I'm like, I just, I'm sorry, I just ignore it. Like, <laughs> I don't, it's just not me. I, I don't really yeah. care about what's going on in the world. I'm just really in tune with um, what I'm doing, what my friends are doing, what my family's doing, and what, um, what we want to do in the future. So I think that's kind of, it all came from, like, our upbringing, being, um, you know, from Peckham, my mom in our household, my siblings and friends and family around me, really, so. Love that. I like, I like, that's why I like your story, because the the presumption is if you're from Peckham, your story can only be one way. Yeah, it's a bit lame, right? It's a bit boring, yeah. It, and I get it, stereotypes or like, it, you see it, it's, uh, what's the word that we learned in school again? <laughs> Self-fulfilling prophecy, that's the one. Okay. And it is a lot of the time, let's be real. It's not even just Peckham, but just black people in general. You look at stats, we're, we're usually at the bottom of it on almost everything, especially in um, in the UK. I can talk for the UK, but you just, you look at it, of course, maybe do, you know, don't dig too much into it and just actually say, this is my goal. I mean, I was listening to a clubhouse today, just briefly, and they were just talking about like black people just being leaders, like we're not a charity case. And um, that's the narrative that I've taken and all my, I tell all my friends and my family, like, we're just, we're leaders. Like, even if we're, you know, the subordinates at work, we're still leaders, whatever. And, and if you keep having that attitude, you eventually become a leader. And that's kind of what, what I take. Love it. Um, tell me about your relationship with your mum and, and... She's my friend. Like, even just now, I was like, <laughs> she was like, I'm not listening, I'm not listening. Just like, fun. Like, we watch Prison Break. We're so funny until 4 a.m. <laughs> we need Jesus. Wow. But um, no, just fun. Like, she's my friend. Um, she supports us. Every, anything I do, 
I should just say cool. Because um, she just knows who I am and I would, you know, she's, she's my mother. So, um, yeah, I would just say, hey, this is what I want to do. Ask for advice. And she's really well-versed, like, financially. She's super savvy. Like, honestly, I'm just, I remember when I was looking for, um, to, like, buy a house and stuff. And I was like, what does this even mean? Like, you think you know what it is because everyone's talking about it. But I was like, what is this? Like, how does a mortgage actually even work? Like, eh? You mean to say I owe the bank? <laughs> like, I'm so dumb. Like, when I was younger, just things you think, you know, but having a mother who could really break things down yeah. and say, don't do this, buy this. And sometimes you think it's like, oh, she just, she's not cool. But you always see the, I always see, sorry, the um, the benefit of advice. So I always take it on board. And even there's things I don't agree on. It's funny. I'll be like, I don't agree with you. She's like, but I agree with you. Okay, I say, okay, let's agree to disagree. <laughs> like, like, even today, a silly example, she was saying, one of my family friends have COVID. And I was like, I don't think he does. She was like, hey, he does. I said, he doesn't. And then we'll just disagree, but... And then she goes my business, I go my my mind. So it's just like a friend. She's a friend, and you. I think when you're older, you realize your parents are human beings. They're not like yeah. this Almighty God sort of being. Um, they're just humans. They're fun. You just do normal things that you do with them, like you do with your friends, really. And um, obviously, you respect them at another level and love them at another level. So yeah, was and there I'm as well? So okay, 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 I get so. away with a lot of stuff. <laughs> For that, I must have got the, the full whack. No, he was good. He was good. <laughs> what do you think? Um, you know, going to my kind of next question. In terms of what type of parent you want to be, what was it that your mum can remember did in those early stages that enabled you to be where you are now? Because for, you know, even in Clubhouse and Twitter, sometimes you see these threads of people who've grown yeah. up and they don't have yeah. that connection yeah. with their parents. Yeah. So I was wondering what was it, it that your mum did. Um, so something that I would want to bring to my story just to, to go back to the question yeah it's, it's kind of two part yeah what was it that your mum did and what was it that you would want to do if you choose to have children um, yeah for yours? um yeah i want to have children definitely um i think it comes down to what i said about her like being the original yoloa um <laughs> but of course with christian principles and stuff not just like live lavishly but just really enjoy every moment of that even when you're lacking like when we were younger her enjoyment was looking after us giving us like nice clothes whatever and it, to her it's not like of course she's like i suffered but there was also a really prideful enjoyable part of every single stage in her life so it's just taking that and i think also i honestly want to be like a fun parent like i'm i'm even my nephews and nieces like i probably we have so much fun because i'm quite active we go for jogs, like, and we run around. Like, what I do by myself, I want to do. I would want to do for my kids. I'm not gonna try and you know segment parts of my life, and um, which is why I'm like, I want everyone has their plan on when they want to have yeah. kids. Um, so yeah, just like everything, when I you know I'm a leader in the tech space, I'm gonna bring my kid in. Uh, if they you know want to shadow me, kind of what you see are like white cards and parts doing, where they really bring their kids on board because they can mm -hmm. and they have the resources to and they have the power to. Um, so it's just just on that level, just bringing them on board in every stage of their life like a lot of our parents may have had to compartmentalize like okay this is yeah, this work, work. Or this is money or this is and it because they had different um sort of goals and sacrifices that they had to make but yeah it's just being so free um with who i am and just teaching them as well the way my mom taught me how to do things financially um and just whatever they want to do like if they want to play an instrument they want to do sports like I, I'm that parent where I don't mind, honestly. I don't think, you know, school, whatever. Um, university, sorry, I mean, it's awesome, it's great, but uh, there's so many other avenues and the world is moving in a crazy um, way. Like I was so dope at sports. 
um, but I didn't pursue it too far. But it's fine because I knew um, I sort of identified my interests. Yeah. Um, after that, <laughs> when you have some kids who are like, oh my gosh, my parents, like I could have been an amazing footballer. <laughs> God forbid, I don't want to be that um, that friend that did that. So just be free with them and teach them principles um, of the Bible as well and grow with them as well. I love yeah. that. We did an interview with um, Jamie, and one of the questions I asked him was with his daughter what expectations mm. does he have for her and he said oh, none i don't have none <laughs> it's true i just yeah. i just want her to become who she is mm. and um you know i, I really loved that because That's it was like he said really just well. let yeah, me be free because exactly. we're all different there's five of us and i would have questioned if we were all the same that would have been strange and you see that from some you know siblings where they're just quite rigid or the same but now what also different is because my mom just said and she's so talented i'm sure in different um in each and every one of us and she's like it's okay she's all that doctor narrative and engineer of course and she still says it would have been nice if we're not even a doctor and i'm like yeah and probably caught COVID now and you would say but just that like, is true or oh, god knew what he was doing but um yeah it's, no, i don't i don't the world is moving past that sort of rigid mindset as well True. Yeah, I'm True. chill. I think we'll be fine with what I'm building as well and what my family are building. Yeah. You can go and play football for fun. Is that, <laughs> is that is that kind of what I would love to do where there's no pressure. Yeah. Um, you would really want your kids to explore their creativity and, um, and, you know, until they're like in their early 20s rather than pushing them into something at like 16. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so everyone has joined us for fresher, fresh and anew, or if you're watching this back, uh, this is our 21 questions with doing how, how do you say your surname? I won't say it properly. Um, the Nigerian way or the British way? Give me the Nigerian way. Excuse me, Shogbeson. Shogbeson. Yeah. Okay. You don't yeah. use Shogbeson. Silent. There's a silent, well, sorry, there's no H, but it sounds like there's a H. Okay, um, let's yeah. get that right. Um, and so far, we've just been talking about her background um, and her upbringing. And one I want to move into is looking at life before. Uh, you know, what we're talking about now in terms of your businesses, but that city life. And I wanted to know why you quit working in the city. I mean, you was a business analyst, correct? Yeah, it's so funny because I quit and then now I've left. Like I'm leaving like um, in the next week. But <laughs> yeah, so why I quit? So in this, okay, let's be real. I did economics, got affairs. Like economics is dope, honestly. People laugh at like economists on Twitter because you know everyone thinks they're like this Bill, not Bill Gates. Everyone thinks they're um, what's the old investor guy? So you know who I'm talking um, about, guys. That guy. Yeah, um, that. yeah, but honestly, like that the old cool. ones. Yeah, the old that cool. Warren Buffett. That's, the that's one. it. <laughs> uh, but no, no, I did economics because honestly, that was the only course I enjoyed in my A levels. I really, you know what I wish I did? I was telling Fala, my brother, that I wish I just did. No shade to anyone, but I was really good at like English. I wish I did English, media, and English like lit, and then just went to Cambridge. And that's what a lot I of I did people that. Do. Um, did you go to Cambridge? No, no I didn't go to Cambridge. Oh, well, yeah, no, I, was <laughs> I did so English and media. Like, but I wish I did that and went to Cambridge. And that's what a lot of the kids do. And then they, they're, you know, the water opportunities is amazing. Or they go to really good unis with like very, like non traditional, when I say non traditional, like science, or they don't want to be a medicine or whatever. And they just do very like, um, British kind of subjects, you know, so to say, and then they like, you know, you see them working in banks or engineering. Um, I wish I did that, but I did. I was like, okay, let me, I'm a bit smart. They said I'm a bit smart for us, you know, coming from a school in Campbell. I was like in the top five percentile. Cool. Let me just try and let me do, do something quite difficult. Um, let me do maths subjects. So I obviously did economics and stuff. And then I enjoyed economics the most. I think it was the most challenging because I was like, I, I was getting A's and everything. And I only, I got a B. 
the only one if in A levels. You know, I said there's something about this one. It's 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 getting me. I didn't study enough, but I studied at a decent rate. I should have gone A. So I then took the challenge to to do it in um in university. Um went to like a good uni. So University of Leicester and then literally I just did economics all my mates I felt so dumb in first year honestly everyone was like Durham Cambridge rejects they all came to Leicester me I was like this was my choice I did I didn't mind like it was number 11 I think the league table when I when I went there so I was like ah, I need to set my game up studying hard 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 and then everyone was like you know gunning for investment banking roles so me too I applied <laughs> um, I got into like the fast stage and a lot of them but didn't actually get it so I was like you know what there's a reason why it's because i don't want to i'm just forcing it so i went to china i had an internship with um out there in a bank and then it was just like a fun intern travel experience after uni came back and then like, kind of headhunted oh my gosh you've got experience cool and then this is kind of i kind of got not trapped but that was kind of the option that was out there for me and given like yes you come up with a first in economics that's what you're going to do work in mm -hmm. banking or whatever so I did it and i started working i was doing some contracting roles at, um, at banks um and so and then I got headhunted. I can say it now because I'm leaving the industry. <laughs> I never just like to say the companies I worked for, but it's all on my LinkedIn anyway. So Vanguard Asset Management, one of the top asset management companies. Um, so working there, um, kind of on path to be a trader, but I knew I didn't want to do that because it's dry. But it was dry for me. Um, then I just I left that. That's when I started traveling like a, a maniac. I sort of left after like 2017, whatever. And then started traveling, took like a sabbatical, <laughs> please. I was only working for two years, <laughs> but took like a sabbatical. And then I um, was like, okay, this whole blogging is awesome and stuff, but it's not giving me that much money. My money's running out. I have, you know, free house in London. So I came back and then just had to be realistic and was like i'm talented in this field like people are barely in my line i'm still young let me try something else in the financial so, industry so how old were you at that point um so like 20 maybe 24 <laughs> i think 23 24 um so yeah relatively young i left uni because i did four years so I graduated at 22 i was like okay it's, i'm still young it's not that deep um let me figure out if there's other parts of financial services not mm -hmm. just like investment management and stuff um so yeah went into like financial reporting kind of side in banking and then did that contracted the money was nice i was like this is nice you know <laughs> this is not bad and then just being realistic again i got a permanent role which is what i've been doing for a while and i was like this is i've tried a lot of stuff like banking investment management financial reporting business analyst mm -hmm. which is what i am now um but yeah i just it's, it wasn't for me and what i was doing on the side always was like creating content like with wing collective or my travel stuff building community like bb travel meetup wing collective like having thousands of people like trust myself and the brands that i'm doing mm -hmm. and there was just something about it and people were just sort of approaching like you should go into this you should go into this and that's kind of when i started to, to look into which tech role will suit my experience didn't do nothing no hard sort of i didn't even apply for any roles really but just kind of express interest to one or two people um and then from that like sort of after a year um of expressing interest i sort of just got a role where i'll be working for a fintech company um oh, wow. as a, like a specialist so yeah that's kind of the the path that hopefully i'll see how that goes as well but no it's exciting it's, it's actually really exciting honestly like it's it's good well, that's what I like. That's what I like about your story. There's a lot of um, exploration, yeah, and taking advantage of just like you said, you being young, and when you're young, you don't have many attachments or things tying you down. And even if you do, like yeah, the thing is, people, I, I do. I, I probably don't have a kid or whatever, but there are other things. But for me, opportunity is so big. Like 
And that's also one reason why I got the role. Like the, the founder, like I actually, it's mine because I know him. I'm in his DMs. Like this is a founder of like a million. So the company, you know, the company is, is killing it kind of thing. But I just, I would forget all the fear or the clout or losing your name and all that, all of that ego, which I don't even have anywhere. Like, please, I'll just, I'll message on, on <laughs> I'll like message big people on Twitter. And people are responsive because they're, everyone's a human being. So when you build that connection and you identify that opportunity, I've always just like, I'm going to go after this in, in a smart way, of course, yeah, so, in, in a respectable yeah. way. So, sorry, keep going. No, 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 but it's what you do. It's, and I can hear it constantly in your story where that thing that your mum taught you about that YOLO, it applies also in business in, and, and your career. Like, you see an opportunity, all right, let's try that out. If that works, cool, let's run with it. I don't like that, well, let's put that down. Let me try over here. I'm gonna go to China, let me get some experience. You know what, I'm gonna come back. And it's being able to look back on your life and be like, oh yeah, mm. tried that out, that was great. Honestly. You know, yeah, I love that. Yeah, there's like a Janae Aiko song. <coughs> I'm not sure she's a Christian, so I, I'm not taking it as like my gospel, but because I'm a Christian. Um, but she, I think she talked about like, if I was to, and it's quite extreme, but if I was to like die or whatever, mm. like I'm happy, I'm paraphrasing what she said, but I'm like happy with the life. And to look back and say like, you've actually lived like, life is not um, a one-way path like I, I love i think someone was someone said it on twitter someone um was like in the business world you know you sh your life your career sorry you don't have a one life career um just like young people know that you, you can have multiple careers in your lifetime <laughs> um, and we've obviously been taught especially if you come from a working class uh, well sorry so let me speak from my own experience a work, working class sort of environment and a working class school they're teaching you to get a job and, and keep that you know keep it yeah, 35 years i've been working um, at this company exactly. for 35 how years how your retirement works when you sign the form it's so funny because i've been changing it now and i have my own private sort of in, like pension and stuff but you put your the age there and it's like oh my gosh you're kind of tied to that, <laughs> that if i if i retire before like it's gonna mess up and um, sort of my income at the age of 65 but no you can really shape it how you want definitely definitely how has that kind of background in economics business analyst um how has it kind of informed how you run your own businesses and, and experience um, you bring um i'm gonna be so real like even it's funny even women collective like they're like, oh my gosh, you work in finance, you, you're amazing. Like, I not really because you're the corporate world, especially where I've worked for like really big companies, you know, like companies worth trillions. So everything's rigid. You have your own systems. You're, you're not really using like cool keynote or whatever. But on the other side, the whole, the professionalism, I would say, it's a bit like you go uni, not because really because you want to, you know, you get 90% on your accounting course. No one is really going to ask you what percentage did you get. You care about that, but people really care about the the whole bigger picture, like mm -hmm. the networks you've had. Um, so yeah, I think it's the same with business, just the whole professionalism, how you do work, time management, managing maybe a team, if you manage a team, working with people who you may not have similar skills to, but you complement each other, things like that. But the whole nitty gritty, I don't think it's as much besides being able to do like a if a sum if on Excel, which you can learn on YouTube now. So, so um, definitely more the professionalism and um, that part of business for sure. Yeah. What about being a woman in business? Is there is there any difference? Would you say to being a man in business? And I say that only because more and more I'm realizing the male privilege I have. I mm. I, I can do. I do things or I can go into situations and not have to think twice. Um, but as a woman, like my... sorry. sorry, sorry, keep going. No, sorry. Oh yeah. But as a woman, I, I imagine, and I imagine there might be hurdles that you have to um, get over. Is there any challenges that you had faced um, as a woman in business? Do you mean in my side or like corporate work? Side, both actually. Yeah. 
Um, corporate world is more, but maybe being young. I'm, I've always kind of been the younger. It's just quite weird, actually. But I guess I'm in my late twenties now, so I'll hopefully start to be um, like in the middle, um, or like still bottom, but not yeah, the youngest. Yeah. When I was, they'll be like, oh my gosh, you're so young. But I kind of use it to my advantage, like being a woman and being young, um, and also not having kids. That also, I'm not gonna lie, it was for me in some of the places I've worked in and the roles that I've done, contract roles where you're working like midnight and you're working really late. And I remember doing one of my roles um, when I was in financial reporting and in the hiring process, like they were like, do you have kids? Not do you, okay, wow. no, they can't say that. They're just like, do you have like commitments outside of work because you'll be working. But that's what they mean. Again, like... Addison Lee um, for like the first six months uh, at sometimes midnight. And I was like, Ew, the money was nice, yeah. So, and the, <laughs> the theme were dope. They gave me dinner. It's just, again, um, I knew what I was coming into, so it wasn't a bad experience. But yeah, they asked me that. So I use that to my advantage as a young woman um, without commitments. On the other side, I've never really seen it. I can't lie. Like being a woman, I guess I'm, I'm quite like, I would say what's on my mind in the nicest way. I'm not really shy. Um, so, you know, dealing with like 30, 40, 50 year old men can be intimidating. I'm going to be so real. It definitely can be where they're like bare of them in a room, but I've never been like, oh my gosh, shaking. It's just like, yeah. okay, maybe I should look a bit more like professional or whatever. And like, you know, nothing really? crazy. Like they'll see me getting like a mocha and they'll make like a, uh, like, oh, you don't drink coffee. And I'll just, some girls will be like, no, not today. I'm just like, no, I don't drink coffee. Like, and they'll be like, oh, wow. You know, so just, again, that's the pecking in me, maybe just, I'm not scared of nobody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm getting this from feedback in prison, babe. That's how we do it. Oh, gosh, I love but, it. Um, yeah, no, I haven't experienced it before, definitely. Okay. I would okay. say. Yeah. Um, you, um, let me touch on this. I want to look at exploring whilst young, because we kind of touched on that. Um, I, I once was teaching, I was teaching young people in Peckham, working with some young people. And one of the guys said, I said, have you been to Northwest, have you been to Kilburn? He mm. said, where's that? <clears throat> I said, it's in Northwest London. He goes, Northwest London? Nah, bruv. I don't, I don't go, I don't go to those places. And so he was, he, so relatable. <laughs> he, said, yeah. he said, I said, I don't step outside of Peckham. Mm, this is where it. I stay. And I said, do you know then that you're in prison, bro? Like, you're mm. in prison. Like, there's a, if you haven't even just been to Northwest London, mm. let's not talk about, yes. you know, another country. And so I want to ask you, for you, what kind of made you explore outside, like, your surroundings? and Because and you could have just stayed in your comfort zone, yeah. in your safe space. But, you know, you've travelled on your own, you've broadened your horizon. What made you do that? Yeah, I, and I can relate to that. And I, for when we grew up, I remember, as I said, I think I alluded to in the beginning, like going to West End was like a big deal. I go to Saturday. Um, for those who don't know, that's like the Regent Street Office Circus. And um, but yeah, we Peckham was, you know, you have everything. You got the market, you got your parents, you got your family, you got your friends, you got your football team. Like we used to go to tech, but I mean, the tennis center, like that was community. Um, shout out to Yemi and all the guys that we used to play football with out there. But like it was, there was no reason to go, honestly. Like, my school was in Camberwell. That was probably the furthest I would go. And most of my, my mum's friends and stuff um, all lived in the Peckham area. But it probably started. This is actually crazy because I made the choice to go to Richmond College um, wow. out of SFX and Preston King. SFX. I to yes, because I actually I went to Open Day School of them. And the one thing I saw in, in SFX and Preston King, which is more knows, everyone just knows everyone. It's just Peckham. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go to Richmond. 
And I was like, I'm going to go so that I can just go somewhere different. Like, even in school, like, I just always had, like, I want to be friends with people that are different. Like, that's even quite, like, now I have friends. Some of my best friends live in, like, South Korea. They're Korean. Um, some are in Canada or whatever. So, like, I just love, <laughs> it's like it's life. Like, just people from everywhere. And um, it just makes you feel better when you grow, like, I think at, at such a different rate when you know people and you learn from people's experiences from different places. So, um, yeah, I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to go to Richmond. And it started with that choice, even though most of the people I sort of hanged around with were black and probably were from Beckham. If you know Richmond, like, all the black people used to hang in a place called Glades. And um, it was literally so funny. The South people here, North people, <laughs> used to, like, we literally, but again, I love just being a floater. Like, I've always been a floater. I don't even have, like, one friendship group i like, have friends from everywhere so um i was like you know what i think from that moment i went to richmond and then i went to leicester because i remember again going to the open there and i think and this was a bit different to like essex sheffield some of the like even some red book unis that i went to and i was like nah i want to go somewhere different and decided to go there i don't know anyone who went richmond honestly um sorry who went to leicester university that was also a reason and then the same thing happened when my friend asked me Dorian, do you want to go to canada for you i was like the first response was I'm not going to graduate with everyone else. And it was that, it's so mad, but I would always remember that. And I think that's kind of what's taught me, don't do what everyone else is doing. And because everyone thinks, you know, I want to do what everyone else is doing. And um, we have a herd mentality mindset. So I've always tried to stay away from that. And that has been reflected in everything else I've done. Um, the jobs I take, the opportunity, people are like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. You work for that company, but you left, like when I left Vanguard, people are like, you're crazy. Again, that's what, <laughs> maybe it's what you would do, but you yes. shouldn't project that on someone else. Um, and I've just always just taken that, like, what's the worst that can happen? And it sounds, of course, everyone has their own different struggles and privileges, but talking from my own perspective, no one else is, of course. I don't want no one to call me out and say, this is, <laughs> you know, what it's said. crazy, right? But um, no, no, what's the worst that can happen? Like, I'm talking from my perspective. Um, to me, the, what's the worst? The worst is I can go broke. And I remember that happened to me once broke as in I didn't have much money and I was traveling. I just called my brother. <laughs> my sister can you give me one and i all like again my i know what is honestly the worst um that can happen to me and i just take that with everywhere i go like i've had some funny experiences like traveling and stuff and even just in life like i'm alive it's not that deep like i don't know yeah for me yeah. anyway so that's love kind it. of yeah i love that that well that leads beautifully onto this this next topic uh from a tweet that you tweeted Oh my gosh, I need to start deleting my tweets. Like, <laughs> someone actually goes, said, they, they sent some, um, an app on how you can delete your old tweets. Not that I've said anything, but you know, mm. I might have said like, black women are beautiful. And then maybe in 20 years time, BLM isn't the trend anymore. <laughs> like, this girl was ever <laughs> Well, this one is, this one's from 2011. Mm. 2011. Cool. Wow, no, I didn't back then. No dairy people, how do you do it? You said that on the 10th of the 1st, oh my 2018. God, Wait, 2018? 2018. Is that when I tweeted? Okay, I don't remember that one. Whoa, my. So when I look at you now and what you're embarking on, I'm like, did you... And, and there, was, there, was a couple, there was a couple of tweets under that that kept on talking about being lactose intolerant, kept on talking about, ah, oh, oat milk or almond milk. I was like, did you know back then that you wanted to start like a business? Mm. So I wanted to ask what, yeah, what inspired you to start your own plant-based milk company? For reference, I didn't have a clue, but I was just actually on my incubator course this afternoon um, for startups. And it's mad because 
that was one of the biggest tips the, the our host presenter um, teacher was saying we should do for marketing is just to ask questions um, and it's mad because I didn't even know and I was asking wow. this question so it shows already um, but your question was what sorry yeah well, yeah what made you start it what made what you made start, you start? um just no deep no deep answer again opportunity and just interest and hobby so lockdown came i was i've been drinking plant-based milk so mostly i think i started with almond like most people like since you need before uni days um long time ago um and then yeah i was just buying alcohol like everyone else i guess um, and I knew it wasn't the best taste, and let's be honest, but it was better than cow's milk for me. Um, I'm not sure if I'm lactose intolerant, but I definitely get bloated and all that jazz, so maybe I am. Um, and then lockdown came, it was just annoying. Oatly was just sold out. Like, I used to buy Oatly. Um, and then, have, you, have you seen their adverts recently? Um, mate, I've very, very much done a lot. I've literally scrutinised their marketing. It's very dope. Even though they have a lot of controversy and stuff, but uh, yeah. the way they've, they've marketed it is pretty good. Their so, latest campaign is it's, amazing. It's, 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 it. Some of the stuff they've done is mad. They're one of the only, the, the one of the only actually DTC um food and beverage companies well one of the first who actually have their own creative division that's why their creativity is mad like their own so, team yeah, yeah. Wow. watching like videos on youtube but anyway what made me start yeah lockdown only was selling out and stuff and then i just started making my own milk like honestly like it tasted bad wow. and i was like this is nice you know and then, wait 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 we love and come again selector Nobody goes from, oh, there's no more Oatly to making their own milk. How, what, is, what happened in know, that space? No, but do you know what is actually mad? It, okay, there's a bit, the middle bit is I wanted to start a business, uh, like a, a product business. Anyway, like I was thinking of it in my mind. I wasn't going to ex execute it. I wasn't like, I'm ready. Just thinking. Um, that person, I always have ideas. Like one was honey, like just random stuff I share like, with my siblings. Just random. It's not like I'm going to do it. It's just like, this is cool um stuff that inspires me when i go for a run on ice or i see on the net um and then me and my friend umi tony were like we just she has a business of our own kaleidoscope beauty check it out um she might be on this chat i'm not sure because my thing doesn't scroll <laughs> but um we were just like talking about a few business ideas during lockdown and then i think i yeah because of no only in the shop and i started making my own and started getting some like it, there wasn't even much validation people were just maybe one or two dms you know compared to what i would usually get um yeah to my own heart. <laughs> but um so it wasn't like oh my gosh this is sick like 500 people were in my dms like i was just making it, it tasted bar sharing it with my mom my sister i was like try it she was like mm. you know what and then literally in return i was like in return, i'm gonna start selling plant-based milk like i have the text i'm gonna call it goodness milk like it took literally a couple of minutes to think of the name um, I didn't even check if they were they had a trademark, uh, <laughs> and I read the trademark it was in the process. Um, but but wait 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 we left and come again selector again. How did you start making this milk? Did you go on YouTube? No, so absolutely. you just know how to make almond milk. Honestly, because I think okay, so Instagram stories, especially during the first lockdown, a lot of people were making you know things. Okay, there and we not go. that honestly, I don't, I actually I would remember if I saw it. But I think I just started making it myself, and I knew already. Like, if you, I'm, I've, as I said, I've been buying like plant-based milk for over like a decade now. So I kind of knew what was in it, of course, okay. what wasn't. So I already knew. You know, I was a consumer. You know what you're eating, and I, you know, I like I'm not the fit, the, the the healthiest person, but I'm probably one of the fittest person. So I, I have that balance, and I do care a bit about what I'm eating. Um, so I literally knew what was in it, the good stuff and the natural stuff. Start, it was making it, um, and then I was like, this is decent. And then one thing I kept doing is once i started making it then i started to go on the net and i started looking at recipes i have sort of like on my reading list there's probably hundreds of recipes honestly my notes are just all about best oh my one 
best over one point zero, best over one point two, and just playing around with it. Right. Um, and then yeah, that's literally how I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Whole Foods. I love Whole Foods. There's none near me. But whenever I'm in the city, like I'll go. And I just started buying like really high quality stuff because I was like, this has to be good. Like yes. if you see the Wing Collective, like quality aesthetics. Like to me, that is big. Like to grab a consumer, like and I, it, it really irks me when I see like a picture or story. And it's I don't know maybe because. I'm talking about business, not your personal specs or whatever. You can do whatever you want. But for like businesses that are like especially quite big and they have a budget and they're having like grainy pictures or like terrible <laughs> videos. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I want this to be like actually good. <laughs> like it's 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 a bit boring. Milk is kind of boring, let's be honest. But I want this to be like a lifestyle no. thing. Um, I think a brand that is more lifestyle focused, whether it's food or what medicine, whatever, will thrive more. Will thrive more, sorry. So yeah, I just once I had the recipe, like, I even, just mad. I think it was about a month before I um, delivered the first, like, couple hundreds of pre-orders from backers. I, ju- I actually changed the natural sweetener. It was originally dates, but I just kept testing it. And it's so mad because I bought agave nectar, which is, like, a natural sweetener. Yeah, I used that. I think I bought it, yeah. Just, what did I buy it for? Like, I think I bought it for my own, like, my own baking during, like, the first lockdown. And I saw it in my cupboard. So I thought, you know, I tried it about a month before when I had emailed everyone out, told them this is the recipe, like, this is the joys of having a stop. And I changed the whole damn thing. I changed and f- kind of flipped a major ingredient in the sweet, sweet and range and changed it. So, again, things may change. I remember I was even going to travel with sunflower oil, but it, it just didn't hit. I was like, nah, I don't even want to play with, like, rapeseed oil or whatever. Let me just keep it natural. Um, so just, tr- yeah, trialing things out. And honestly, that's... That's how we did it. And the feedback even from the pre-orders, like I'm so big on feedback, especially because we're still in the MVP stage, which is people under a minimal viable product. Like that's just the basic product. Yeah. We're still trialing that out. So um, yeah, and people that are bought and like, you know, we've had almost 500 pre-orders from backers and stuff like bottle orders. Jeez. So we're just getting feedback like every time. How was it? How do you find it? Like, and just building up on that because it, you know, it's small batch yeah. um, made um, by hand for now. So it's just, once we like smash that and then we can like you know eventually scale and stuff but i'm not in a rush like with my new sort of tech career and stuff i really want to pursue that as well um so there's no rush with this milk it'll be here for a while but, like, we really want to build something people always drink milk and the consumption of plus of plant-based milk will keep growing so um yeah no rush with that one well hats off to you for converting a <laughs> a, a, a problem on one day into a 500 pre-order business and that's the only solution and this is to anyone like and i've learned this a lot from my incubator program like a lot of people we have ideas half of the time like even i've had but i'm just like is this is this really just out of i want to make money or i'm just i think this is cool for myself like there has to be a known problem and hopefully a problem that is felt by one or two people it needs to be like a problem that is felt by like hopefully millions of people so that you can continue to just like grow um and that if there's a if you find that there's a problem there's it's likely that other people probably have the problem as well and then if your business is the solution then um it's likely to like thrive if you do it right so yeah yeah exactly goodness milk is like super new <laughs> we haven't even launched it's just all pre-launch but it's still validating the market or mvp just validating of course um you can consume pre-order 
you can purchase pre-orders um but we barely like do pre-order jobs just we're still dealing with our like early backers and making sure they're happy and then hopefully in the next few months we'll, we'll scale like i think i did like a cheeky pre-orders for like the first 10 people who dm me um before christmas and we did that um but yeah just focusing on that like, your your first couple hundred customers and that's so important once you do that um hopefully we can start to scale so yeah. And one thing I love about even that thing you said, doing it right, one thing you've got right, um, and somebody mentioned in the comments, is your branding. <laughs> and that is why the I love first branding. person, exactly, the first person, when I say hired, she's like, um, she's, my, she's my homie, if she's, if she's, if she better watch this, she's not leaving me. But it's like the first person I wanted was a designer. And like, I was just literally like... As part of your team? Um, well, I obviously don't have the resources to have a team, but she's technically like, <laughs> I'm on my in-house designer. I, you know, I wouldn't say team because we don't have that structure, but yeah, in the, in the informal way, she's like, it's just me and her technically doing it. And then my sister's like literally my like manager. She's like, she's like supporting me, my brothers and stuff, and my sister like delivery driver. So it's, this is how small it is, but that was what I wanted, a designer, yeah. like someone that I would actually pay. She's the only person that I paid. My family are all doing it for free. So a designer and guys like design is important especially black businesses like can we shout I, can I we shout out who she is to thrive. Whitney of course Whitney, Whitney Badge is she's based in New York as well so um, oh, cool. a lot of people have been asking can I use it I'm like she's mine but no, no, I'm joking that she 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 um, she's awesome Whitney Badge is her Instagram a very very talented um, graphic designer out in New York so yeah uh, can you tell me what was designer. behind the um asterisk you know what? <laughs> a lot of it's regulation so um you know when you're new to the whole industry like you just have to read up so spend like the summer doing courses and stuff shout out to my sister <laughs> we were doing like food courses and, and like reading up on legal bits so it's just regulation because it's not an actual and um, they call it a mammal milk product like so cow's milk you actually can't label it as milk and this wow. is kind of an uh, i'm gonna say it's annoying because our trademark was approved and then now they're kind of coming back saying it's called milk and i'm like no babes it's actually an asterisk so i'm gonna sort of appeal that and have that conversation but um it yeah it, it can't you can't call you got all, all of oatly and even there's a company called milk with a y-o-m-y-l-k um who do oat as well so you can't call your product milk and um yeah but by, by law which like they proper gave me if you see the kind of sure what i can talk about but like there's legitimately like in in my in my rejection that like this by this code of england x like it's deep it's that deep and if you of course um uh use it you could face some criminal charges so they're, they're very strict about that but the asterisk as well i could have just not anything i could have just called it mlk but i wanted the asterisk it was cool it's quirky and what a lot of people don't know is actually a flower so plant-based it's actually a flower <laughs> so um mm. it has yeah if you look closely and they'll go onto the website um of course it, there's no flower sort of image on instagram so you have to go go to the website you see it oh okay yeah, yeah i was about, yeah. To, I was about to say whitney is, what's <laughs> so it's a flower and when you a lot of our content is going to come out um like on our instagram cool. you know in the future and uh, she's just insane like we have a lot of sort of like gradients and filters and it's like kind of done in that with that flower um as a background so it just has that sort of corresponding of plant base it's a flower and um, it's also fluid because it's milk and our brand is always also is all about like goodness for all so it's very fluid it's free flowing welcoming so it's a it, it kind of aligns with that part of the branding which we're going to try and tell that story more um when we launch some stuff with like our marketing yeah <laughs> big up to you what was the um you know big up just again big up to you because because I always because I only knew you in one vein, travel mm. 
to see this was like so to see it in its excellency mm. made me take more of a note because uh, I was like, oh, I was like, okay. And yeah, I, mem- I remember you put it on your Twitter with like, plant-based, milk, da-da-da, I'm spying. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And because the branding, when I hit, when I hit the branding, <laughs> I was like, yes. And um, so I wanted to ask, like, with the response, did it make you, did it instill enough confidence that this was going to work? Or was there still challenges along the way that you were hitting? Um, in terms, honestly, it's just like any business. So it, for me, it's not, I've, I've, I've had like Wind Collective and, and this, and I think I just love products and seeing things. Like service, of course, is great. Like having the travel agency, but I just, the tra- I'm like a consumer. Like I like good, like quality things. Not I'm not like a, I don't buy a lot, but I buy quality. I would say like, as I said, I like to go to Whole Foods once in a while because I like, just the quality. Or like when I'm my running gear, I'm gassed. Like I want to buy night good quality stuff. <laughs> um, so I've just, I knew like, it, I don't know I just trusted Whitney like I just trusted her like and even when like we had a chat because I was referred by like our head of content for the Wing Collective I'm like he's amazing everyone knows Wing Collective content like it is is like world class so I, once I knew he referred me to her and I saw her stuff like she worked with MoMA the Museum of um, Modern Art in New York like she did does content or did some some stuff for them and like I was like, this girl was just so sick. And one thing my mom always says is hang around people who are better than you. And she's better than me at that for sure. And in, in many things. I was like, she is sick. I trusted her. And then when she, like, some things, I say the vision, she just like, she's like, I'm just going to go. And then she kind of would just flip it on its realm in another level. And I was like, this is mad. Like, even the stuff she's like creating now. And like, she can code as well, which is like a win win um, for like website design and stuff. So I just trusted her. And when I saw her, I was like, you know what? Just do it. Do anything. <laughs> like yeah. it's actually that deep where I'm just like, just do it. Just, so, uh, I can just you can yeah. just say it and she can yeah. deliver. And the, the response as well. Like once people saw it and they were just engaging with it. Like even from the start, I was like, which color would you prefer? Because it was either like the cream, green, or like a blue for the actual G. And then people were like, the cream, the cream. They were like, this is sick. And then when they saw the bottles, like Charlie White, uh, the ITV presenter was like, she followed us. She was like engaging. We had like lots of journalists, like people who um. Some of them aren't even plant-based folks. Like our product is literally for everyone. And I think we wanted to tell that story in the branding. Nice. And um, I was quite confident that because I knew once I saw who I was working with, like in the design phase and I saw what she could bring, I was like, people are going to love this. And the only challenge was like, this product needs to match. And it, and I knew it will True. because the product, the quality is good. And that's why I was like, I could easily have just made it regular milk. I was like, I want this to be organic. And like, I not going to lie, I don't really have the most sophisticated palette. But I could tell when something's like good quality yeah. in terms of like food. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to pay that extra amount and even like maybe cut a cost on myself. Like in the beginning, I'm going to brand this organic. Like it's so dangerous as well to do. It's pressure because have labeling it as, you know, this is organic. People are going to expect like a different class True. and they're going to want to pay for that, um, that price point. So maybe that was a bit of a challenge. But honestly, once you know what you're using, um, and you like practice and you get people to validate it and we're still validating so like again there's no pressure because I'm so vocal like just even to my consumers like I can't wait for your feedback to try it like and I dig in and they know like she's actually building this relationship it's not just take buy drink and buy it's that mutual relationship um, so like there's no pressure if you know we haven't we've got bad feedback I'm not even lying like I was telling my sister um, like why are people love like I thought there'll be something like quite bad there's, there's little twerks that we can improve on like I got this but nothing like crazy so it just made me feel even better that like we're going on the right direction and like it's just mm-hmm. gonna get better and better anyway so and that personal that connection is that part of the reason why you opted to do hand delivery 
Um, no, it's because of the model. It's a glass bottle. It's freshly made, so um, it doesn't have a large shelf life. Um, and also just, it's different as well because it goes with that whole nostalgia of like the milkman and because it's a bottle. And also just in terms of logistically, we, we can't ship it. It's almost impossible. Um, but as we scale, like in the, in the years to come, of course, we'll, we'll want to have a longer shelf life and get to the supermarket. So we'll have to remodel how we package it, but still align with like being sustainable and being recyclable. Um, so as long as you keep your sort of messaging, if you change in the future, as long as people like align with that and they like vibe with that, I think we'll be okay. That's why I'm not too worried because um, yeah. we've already set that like, sort of let standards. Yeah, yeah. Finally, what is the I guess the the, the plan for like like the next ten years, five years? Give us five years. Where would you, <laughs> you like know to they see? Plan it? Like that. <laughs> you can see my CV. My CV is like two years. One year. Two, okay, yeah, two years. With the pandemic, it's probably one month. Um, but no, okay. With this new role, I really wanna um sort of build a career and like become like a leader in that space um i think there's so much potential as well um in that company um and for me to add value and like really grow like real levels so that's the goal and the career wise and then goodness milk like um just sort of operationally allow that to work and like work with you know bring some people on board who are already on board like yeah. work supporting freely um to sort of help that that go just like slowly because obviously i have to focus on my my career now um sort of in this intermediary but i think we've built a model that it can work and so we've got my sister amazing people got like a, a few interns of people who can support and just like let that grow steadily and become like a real business without I think Russian yeah. COVID kind of allows that to happen because we can't, like we were going to have a pop-up store in December. It can't happen. Like people are asking, I'm like, I don't know. So it just allows us to focus. <laughs> like literally, someone asked me, I was like, guys, I wish I knew. Can you ask Preeti Patel or Boris Johnson or whatever? <laughs> but um, that's kind of the, that's the vibe. And honestly, I would love, like as I've lived in, abroad in a few countries, but I would love to live somewhere I haven't um, thought of in my mind. That's what I'm thinking. That's kind of, in the next few years who knows but i would love to explore living away from london yeah. for a bit as well but i don't know we'll see i think it's hard to plan um with covid and stuff yeah yeah we'll see how, how what boris says um yeah. last two points for you i don't ever know if kept you here and i want to go 100 percent plant-based actually 100 percent. god help me yeah i'm probably like 60s um percent um and i don't eat meat anymore but maybe i want to go maybe 100 percent. maybe by said, okay so you personally yeah personally sorry okay. yeah, yeah yeah personally i want to try try 100%. almost like, there almost yeah. there <laughs> um oh cool all right then um last two things i wanted to look at your faith how important is your faith has your faith been in your career and your um side hustle it's, I think honestly, like, it's, it, it's everything, like, it's not about like, the whole religion, but it's more what I've learned and just, of course, the, the Bible reading and teachings from, um, from the Bible and just my own personal relationship and the value of love, integrity, treating people. Honestly, love your neighbours, you love it's like, <laughs> that, that um, is kind of how I've gone by and everything. And I think just having integrity, honestly, there's so many things you could just do, um, and just knowing, you know, God is watching, like, you know, when you have the Holy Spirit, you have that, um, some people call it a voice, whatever, for me, it's like, like I can hear someone say, like, what would Jesus do kind of vibe um, in that sense? So it's just, even when I'm running, like, 
there's some people i've almost got hit by a car could want to do something but i just you know i could kick his literally kick his dog or kick him or like you know because he's like just so daily occurrences this is it and i think i saw a post from justin bieber so random because i think someone retweeted it and he was just talking about religion like people think i'm a religious person i'm not and this is when i was saying people think i'm some amazing businesswoman but i'm mostly just doing what everyone else does but just with purpose watching netflix chilling running eating um but just being intentional when i am working um with a like a purpose um but yeah just honestly just just using those values that i've learned and just the faith to walk in, in life that's literally it there's it's not I, honestly i'm not deep i'm sorry about that but there's nothing there's honestly nothing um that i could pinpoint as this happened in my life but just seeing people around me thriving and i feel like i've experienced it when i'm in my faith more as in more in line i thrive more i'm more at peace so why not just chase that um, even at times you know you get lazy or whatever but the aim is just to constantly try to be at that point where you're not running for something you're just walking and actually walking up the hill and growing rather than staying in the same place because that's just dry you've seen you've done that already so why don't you just go to the next level kind of like, and i've seen that it's always much better so that's what i try to do um at times i'm not perfect i've actually just signed up to i think it's a bible in three years i know people do a year but that's not me i tried it and just failed and i was like eh, read honestly like i have a worse attention span i was even listening to, i've been listening to it now and i'm doing it with my sister which helps for accountability but um i'm doing it for three years so just doing it and reading one verse every day because i can't my head kind of take four um <laughs> i like honestly so just doing it daily kind of vibe and making it fun um, and integrating it like into my life rather than having like religion separate especially with yes. no physical church now as well and which is really sad of course but um just i guess it teaches you just to do it um daily rather than like having a certain part of the week or certain, certain bible study or whatever yeah i would love to join more bible studies and stuff online though so if you know any um, okay yeah. i don't even know i don't even know myself but yeah, yeah. Anybody in the audience, if you know, man, put it in the comment section. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last question is then, legacy-wise, how would you like to be remembered? What would we, what would be, we would be remembering? What would you leave behind um, when you go? Um, it's what people know of me now, to be, to be honest. Well, with more money, of course. <laughs> I'm joking. But, um, I'm joking. Um, so, yeah, just like fun, bubbly, like down to earth um like it's interesting because everyone's probably been to a funeral and i always tell my mom this like, which is like you should buy 10 houses i'm like i want five it's okay <laughs> i don't need 10 because honestly when people when people pass or whatever what they always talk about character like if you actually be like i remember my friend um rest in peace from university passed away it was so sad like one of my best friends in uni and um like no one was talking about how we got a first or whatever or like his job which is what we tend to chase mm -hmm. but it's actually your character from different affairs of life from work your character at work your character so you should always take that everywhere you go and not try to hide it so when it's just that in my character honestly that is what i would love to do and just change in everything i do so like that's kind of why like people are like oh my gosh you're like you do travel you do this and it's because i want to make changes in those areas that i'm interested in um and kind of just being able to see okay this is crazy like the legacy we've left already in the travel space so, like imagine what i'm gonna like 
bring when I like spend like five years to like the text race or the you know the B to the D to C like food and bread space with goodness milk and like just thinking about that I think now and from again the clubhouse I was listening to today about leadership like, I think it's so important like it's sad but you really make change and you have legacy when you're actually at those positions of leadership as well um, and I feel like I would love to get to that stage where, where I can do that and that's the legacy I, I would want to leave as well and like a nice I would say Brazilian like architecture design house for my kids <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for today no man. oh man i've enjoyed it man you i just wish you success because i think thank you, you amen i think you're continually doing what you're what you continually do what you say which is to not run with the pack but to just forge out these lanes that are just individualistic but are creating change for everybody because once mm. you open up that space as a as a young black woman in that space, it's where there's representation over there. Once you do that in your tech, there's representation over there. You've done it in travel, there's represent. So continue to do that because Thank it you. matters. It really, really, my daughter is coming up. No. And so I can say, hey, come and sit down. Let me, I'm going to send you to Angie doing. She's going to, <laughs> yeah. she, she's going to tell her, yeah, her whole story. Go and take your notebook, go and take your pen. Yeah. So um, keep doing what you're doing. And what I always say to people is anybody that we get on this platform, it's, it's very strategic because it means that we are there to support them continuously and ongoing. Meaning anything you're doing, anything you're posting, we'll, we'll be on it like flies to just okay, boot, okay. pump it out there. And any support that you need, our inbox is there, our email is there. Please, if you need you know, research done for goodness, whatever you need, we're, all, we're here we're here for you so thank you much appreciated wishing you all the success so thank you so much for doing this keep it up i guess it was really interesting like honestly ask my siblings i don't really like insta lives and stuff <laughs> um and i was like watching prison because i was like oh my gosh let me do my eyebrows i've got this <laughs> but um no this was actually really enjoyable and this is so cool what you're doing like yeah it's really cool keep up and i feel like after lockdown like i'm sure you're gonna have like more live sit-ins and stuff where yeah, people can physically have that connection but it's really wait, yeah guys thank you so much for joining us today please leave your comments in uh leave your comments of how you found it if you enjoyed it and um, anything that stuck out to you and doing we appreciate you we love thank you thank you so much keep being great man thank you guys take care bye take care um guys yes make sure you follow goodness milk um and just keep an eye on everything that she's doing if you do have any um Bible studies or fellowships that you think that she could get involved in, feel free to send her through a DM just to give her that information. But keep tabs on what she's doing. Um, we are going to put this on our IGTV and we're going to put this on our YouTube. And we also have two podcast platforms, which is Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So if you want to, if you came halfway and you really want to check the whole section out, you can do it through all those channels. Just click the link in the bio. All right. We're going to be out. Next Thursday, we're going to be back here, 9 p.m. Okay, we've got a special guest um, that's going to be joining us again for 21 questions. Thank you so much for joining us. Let me see who was in the building today. We've got Deborah. Deborah said it was amazing. Thank you for joining us. Olufemi said, big up, I see. Blessed said, no worries. We rooted for doing it. It's all love, 100%. Um, Blessed says, well done. Uh, what else have we got? JK got a nice applause there. Uh, who else we got? The, the tallest, uh, Peckham all the way. 
<laughs> and we have to get that guy out of there. I had to get him out because he was being annoying. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We've got following the building also. Next Thursday, 9 p.m. 21 questions. I'm Icy. Uh, make sure you follow me on socials, ICIE Music. And yes, the matching outfits are the ones that done it. Take care, guys.